Three, two, one. I'm Dr. Orion Taraband, and this is Psychax, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is women and acceptable loss. All right, by now we should all be duly familiar with the concept of hypergamy. In short, hypergamy is the tendency in women to mate and date up in status hierarchies. For instance, women generally want men who are older, taller, stronger, higher status, higher earning, etc. We've also talked about how women treat men the way men treat jobs. This means that all things being equal, women are going to choose their most compelling overall offer. And this also means that women mate or date for gain. They want something better than they currently have. That's the hyper part of hypergamy. Simply breaking even is generally not sufficient incentive for a woman to initiate a sexual relationship. Irrespective of whether it's something casual or something more long-term, women must benefit from the interaction in order to justify the risk and the opportunity cost of pursuing that particular relationship. So far, so good? Now, let's look at it from the other side. If what I've said is true, if it's true that women mate and date for gain, then men mate and date for acceptable loss. I'll say that again. If it's true that women mate and date for gain, then men mate and date for acceptable loss. To the extent that the woman is successful in securing a relationship with a higher status man who can improve her situation, then that man secures the same relationship at some degree of loss to him. In the vast majority of cases, in terms of time, energy, money, commitment, and opportunity, most women will consume more value than they provide. And of course, that's why they're there, because it's a net positive for them. And good on you, women. I, I'd improve my situation by securing a relationship with a higher status woman if I could as well. So I don't blame you at all. That said, while the statement women mate and date for gain sounds reasonable enough, the statement women consume more value than they provide tends to melt some faces, even though it's exactly the same statement. Like, it literally wouldn't be possible for women to mate and date for gain if they didn't consume more than they provided. If they provided more than they consumed, then they would be mating and dating at a loss, which is an unlikely or at least an unsustainable situation. And the objection that men and women provide each other value equally is an attempt to mystify the reality of the situation. Those with less generally call for equality the loudest because an equal split would improve their situation. However, in relationships, inequality is the rule and equality is not always justified. I'm not saying this is either good or bad, it's just the way it is. In any case, men, if you're looking to enter into a relationship with a woman, you need to make peace with the fact that you will incur some loss in the transaction. However, there is an enormous difference between acceptable loss and unacceptable loss. And it's for every man to determine for himself where the line between the two lies. It's often not a hard and fast line. Most of us would likely agree that there are arrangements that are very clearly acceptable losses, and arrangements that are very clearly 
unacceptable losses, but there's definitely a lot of gray zone in the middle. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You can also hit the thanks button. It's the three little dots in the lower right-hand corner and tip me in proportion to the value you feel you've received from this episode. It's support from you that makes this all happen and I couldn't do it without you. So thank you very much. Now, to understand how to go about doing this, men, to understand where to draw the line of acceptable loss, I'd like you to imagine that your generals trying to win a war. If you wanted to win a war without any one of your soldiers dying, you would not be able to do so. It would be impossible. You'd be far too conservative and cautious, and that pattern would be quickly exploited by your adversary. Victory would just not be possible. On the other hand, no general in good conscience would throw a man's life away callously. It's no small thing to order a battalion into a skirmish with a low chance of survival because of the strategic advantage it affords. However, these sacrifices are almost always necessary to secure the ultimate goal, which in this case is to win the war. There is a measure of acceptable loss generals must tolerate in the pursuit of their goal, and there is a measure of unacceptable loss that generals must avoid if their victory is to be meaningful. If all their soldiers were destroyed in the process, there would be no one left to enjoy the victory. This is unacceptable. And this is why the advent of nuclear weapons have more or less led to a stalemate so far in terms of world conflict. No one wants to rule over a pile of ashes. So somewhere between I can't lose a single man and I'm prepared to sacrifice my entire army is the line between acceptable and unacceptable loss. So, what does this have to do with women? Well, just like the generals, men need to approach mating and dating through the lens of some overarching purpose. If the generals weren't fighting for something they believed in, then even the smallest sacrifice might not be worth the price of victory. And there are things that you can do with a woman that justify acceptable losses. Chief among them is starting a family and creating a legacy for yourself. And there are others that depend on an individual's goals and inclinations. However, without such an overarching purpose, then even the smallest cost might not be worth securing the relationship. The juice generally isn't worth the squeeze without it. One thing that I routinely advise men to do is to clarify their intentions with respect to a given woman before they interact with her. This generally improves effectiveness regardless of their specific intentions by increasing congruence across the various levels of communication. And this also helps to define the line of acceptable loss. The more casual the intention, the more cheaply the acceptable loss is calculated. For instance, even the smallest cost or the least amount of risk would likely, would likely not justify an undesirable sexual activity. However, a more meaningful or desirable goal would also likely inspire a dearer loss estimation. And it's important to emphasize that it's not for anyone else, not for me, not your women, not your culture, to tell you what you should consider a meaningful or desirable goal. This is for you to decide for yourselves. I understand a lot of men's reticence about entering into relationships with women. 
Since women mate and date for gain, men must typically resign themselves to some measure of loss. The inescapable reality here is that all men pay. And while it's true that the more a given woman likes you, the greater the discount, it's also true that the more meaningful or desirable the opportunity, the more the cost is justified. Like a good general, you just have to learn how to choose your battles. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like a priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.